But they, you can be, you can melt it, but you can't kill it. Never. It'll live forever uh, in darkness. Uh, I'm talking about when uh, you know when it's all said and done. Uh, Satan's going to take off, round up all of these, destroying the earth, and all these don't have still uh, God on the floor is, and take them to the pit with him. And then, and then that's the, uh, that's what's going to happen next. But the, well, the black. I want to end on a positive note, Richard. Well, let me tell you what, Doc. You know, let me tell you the difference. You know, the reason Dr. Coe, Dr. Coe told me it's is alien. It is alien. See, uh, fallen angels and these demons is creatures. The Revelation talks about the creatures. That is the fallen angels and demons. See, God only made man. God only made man in his image. He only made man in his image. When he cast, when he cast Satan, his angels down to earth in darkness in crystal form, they they are they are aliens. They are creatures, and that's what that that's the reason they mated with a human kind and became giants in the book. That was pre-flood, Richard. That was pre-flood. When the flood waters came, it destroyed exactly what the guy is ranting about there, the Nephilim. Okay, it destroyed. Listen, the angels that came to the earth happened before the flood. They disobeyed God. They forsake their natural dwelling uh, place. They uh, materialized bodies. They had that power at that time. And they they had relations with women of the earth. And they produced children. The children of those relationships (laughs) were were called Nephilim. The Nephilim were their offspring, but the Nephilim were mortal. Okay, Ryan. Okay, Okay, Ryan. So that's why the earth... Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, thank you. Aliens... I don't think so. I'm surprised they hadn't blamed it on the whales. Maybe someone has, and I missed it. Air me the torture of listening to our T.I.'s being so deadly to our own cause. Thank you, Ryan. Heard a beat. Good morning, Sunday morning, in uh, the greatest country that used to be. Hope you have your muskets loaded, your backpacks prepared. Your foxholes dug, sandbags filled, 
water bottles filled. Don't forget to keep your hearts high and your asses low. We are among the men and women that will re-strengthen this country. That's why we're targeting. We don't have room for negative. We don't have room for bullshitters. We don't have room for liars. don't have room for those who would say one thing and do another. Those who would attack women and children, animals, people's families and lives. No room for those. Disruptors, destroyers, infiltrators. We're at a war. This is war. This is where war could be your very neighbor, the enemy. Could be the street light. Could be the cell phone. But it's raising its ugly head, becoming visible, more obvious. Look toward Virginia. This morning, you'll be able to see some of this reality. Can't be like paper dolls. All those looking and acting the same. Our differences is our strength. We have to be smart enough to see beyond our nose
hear beyond our ear. And to move beyond our recliners. Good morning, Richmond, Virginia. God bless you and all that live in your state. A no-fly zone over Richmond has been announced over the capital. No arms allowed on capital grounds, even though it's legal to open carry. Made the statement they want. 10,000 on the Capitol grounds that are not armed. And as many or more, as much as 50,000 outside the Capitol grounds that are armed. Look it up. You can read it for yourself. Our beloved East Coast brothers are not sleeping as we speak. They are waiting for the sun to rise on a cold, cold day. And our forefathers has already foretold this day. Guys, they pumped me full of gas while I was asleep or something.
Make sure you got your musket loaded, Tennessee. This is what they've been waiting for. This is what they've been up to. It's not just about taking our guns. It's about taking our rights. The governor... Virginia put in $225,000 extra dollars for the correctional facilities upgrade so they can have somewhere to lock people up. They've got barriers all around the capital, new militarized weapons, Metal containers for people to hide in with guns. It's all on YouTube. Militia are there. And as soon as I finish my coffee, I will be too. It'll take me but a couple hours. About 160 miles. North Carolina's next, Tennessee. Tennessee right behind them, Kentucky, Maryland, sure you stock up on you some food, water, something that keeps, food supplies are going to get short, quick. Richard? Yes. Can you hear me? Hello? Um, hello? Yeah. Okay. I just got on just a couple minutes ago, and I heard part of what you said. And um, there's a group over on uh, Derek's call right now. I'm pretty sure Derek's asleep. Um, Richard from the other Richard and a couple other, few other people. Would you be interested in going over there and announcing? Would Would you be interested in going over there and talking to them? Um, I can go over there. This is Catherine. I can go over there and tell them that I wanted to hear what you had to say. 
would you be interested in that? No, I think they were talking about aliens a little while ago. and. No, I mean, I think Richard would be interested in hearing. I just heard a couple of minutes of what you were saying about Virginia. And I know, Richard, I was speaking about you and what you're doing. And I think if you let me go over there first and let them know that you're coming over, if you want me well, to. Well, you, you go over and let them know that I'm over here uh, doing whatever I can do, and that is talking to whoever else might be on the call, and if nothing else, talking to Tennessee because uh, their state is next. But, no, I, I don't care. I went over there earlier a couple hours ago and tried to tell what was going on in Virginia and they don't care. They don't seem to give a shit. So uh, they can go on talking about their aliens as far as I'm concerned. Uh, veterans are out here being targeted and women and children and crippled and disabled and old and young. And they don't really give a shit about that either. All they give a shit about is having their two cents worth. So, I believe I'll just stay right where I'm at. Okay. Well, I don't know if I really want to... Thank you anyway. Yeah, I wasn't speaking on that call, and I don't really want to speak on it, but I just thought I'd ask you because I thought it was important what you were saying. They don't care. Yeah, well, it is important. And a lot of the things that I say are important, but uh, I guarantee you I could take 10 minutes to go over there and say it, and somebody would either laugh or poke and jab or uh, switch the conversation completely to something else and go to talking about windmills and pantyhose and then some smart asses with all their smart remarks, uh, I choose not. Uh, I, I, I feel passionate passionate about what I'm saying, and if nobody hears it but Tennessee, it's recorded. Right. It's on recording, and uh, at least one day, somewhere along the way, it'll be noted that hey, listen to this guy over here on this call by himself with another call going on, but they're over there talking about aliens and crazy shit, and he's over here talking about the fact that we're getting ready to lose our Constitution, and nobody gives a shit. So I wish them luck, all the luck in the world, with their theories. Well, I'm glad you shared what you shared on this call, and I, um, I'm glad that it's recorded, and um, I'm listening. I just wasn't, you know, I, but I'm listening. And so thank you for what you shared. Well, if you can get hold of some bottled water, some food that you can store and hide, uh, put in a bag or pack or something you can 
Pam under a cabinet or something because that's the first thing that's going to go is our food supply. They're starting right in the middle of the East Coast and the main part of the country on the East Coast at 95 uh, Interstate, uh, right runs right through Richmond, and it's a way to block the whole East Coast from north to south. People don't see it. They don't get it. Robbing the Constitution more and more and more. We've been suffering all this time because of the Constitution being robbed. And here it is, plain as the nose on everybody's face. What's going on? Where are you right now? Can can are, are you there? Hello. Or are you, you're in between. I'm on the way. I'm getting Hello? muted. They're muting me now. Hello? I I'm keep getting muted. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, because they keep muting me, so I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Hello? We heard you say hello already, like five times. Uh, hey, how you doing? I saw your advertisement on, on the list, Craig, about the... Uh, I, I saw an ad on Craigslist. You, you were on the other call earlier, and the moderator said that you were um, not who you're claiming to be. So I'm not really sure who you are, but I heard you on the call earlier doing the same thing. <laughs> On the other call. Who can I talk to about an issue I had in the locker rooms? You're in the wrong place. This is a a targeted individual call, and we're having a conference right now, and you're interrupting the conference. This is Tyrone. Yeah, I had a little bit of a problem with my food. I wanted to uh, kind of discuss that with somebody. Are Are you targeted? Are you a targeted person? Because the moderator. Uh, yeah, what's popping, girl? How you doing? Yeah, I heard you on the other call, and um, the moderator said that um, you were somebody else. Um, so I'm not really sure what your purpose uh, is. I'm right next to the airport. Well, um, Richard, Derek said that he was not, <laughs> I, I'd rather not uh, talk. Am I making you I, uncomfortable table a little bit? I'm just going to listen because I, I'm not going to take the bite. So I'll just be listening. I'm going to mute myself. Are you one of the managers? We are the members of this conference. What is it that we can do for you?
Nothing. Okay. So, anyway, a lot of things going on in Virginia this morning. So, states on the East Coast and West Coast, please beware, be prepared. They found a new way to turn people into criminals. and pervert our Constitution. That's a polite word. Destroy is more like it. So, veterans out there, being aware of the no-fly zone over Richmond, that means that there's going to be planes helicopters, more than likely military, flying over the capital of Virginia this morning to prevent any what they would call foul play. The 10,000 that are going to be willing to go onto capital grounds unarmed are going to be the ones taking the risk. Of course, hopefully they're going to be surrounded by more than 50,000 that will be armed. They want a war. They want trouble. They might get it. Good luck with your food, Tyrone. If you have any. Every veteran in this country has been mistreated and mistreated and mistreated by this government. Used for guinea pigs, lied to, walked on, robbed. And it's our government that has done it all. The VA the DOD, the DOJ. And today, they're going to be more 
of a target than even when they were in Korea or Vietnam or Afghanistan. They're going to be more of a target today because they're a threat. They're calling them domestic terrorists. They're calling us domestic terrorists. They've targeted us in the very same manner for different reasons. Plain as the nose on your face. And everybody still wants to argue and fuss about whether it's witches, Jesuits, Masons, aliens, or the rich folks. Doesn't matter who it is. Time to get out the crowbar, fry your asses out of those computer chairs, those recliners, put on your boots, get out and get you some fresh American air. And today might be my last day on this earth. But at least I will have found some way to stand in the right place for the right reasons one more time. Something worth fighting for is being taken away and has been for years. We just continue to claim, or excuse me, some people continue to claim that we don't know who it is. Look around you. Open your eyes. My God, America. My God above. We need help. But we're not going to find it through the UN, Russia, or China, or even our own government. We're only going to find it amongst ourselves. Maybe... Something has finally come up that we might be able to agree on instead of spending the next 20 years disagreeing, fussing, arguing, and attacking each other. This is real. And it's... uh, Domino thing, you know, knock one down, that's all you got to do, just knock down the one, 
Just get past the one. The only effort and energy you got to put into it is the one. The rest is just going to fall in line. Being taken. Tried to tell Derek Robinson earlier on his call. Well, I haven't heard that. Well, I, I haven't checked that. Well, I don't know. I guess that's what's happening. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Well, I take that as an insult. Coming from an ex-veteran, well, a veteran, I, I'm not sure what he is, but supposed to know if you're American. You're especially supposed to know if you're a veteran American. And the Western states that are going to be a part of this soon is where he lives, but he doesn't even know. Okay. I'm not impressed. I bet you Tennessee knows. I bet you OSI knows. Frank knows. I know Frank knows. Neil knows. But it's just like the people we lose. Murdered. Tortured to death. You hear about it one time, well, then you don't hear it no more. We're right back to the Jesuits and the Masons and the witches and the aliens. I'd love to know how much they're getting paid. Talk about the same shit over and over and over. I'm pissed. Saturday night. Not a T.I. on the call. Scared to even come on the call. Scared to say a word. Scared to talk. Scared to look out the window. Don't know what happens to their life. And to do, they got a, oh, it might be a UFO. Or maybe the drone is a UFO. Or maybe this. Or maybe that. Or maybe this. Or maybe that. And it's still just as plain as the nose on your face. Then the news. All you got to do is look somewhere besides the UFO files. Tyrone is at the airport worrying about his food. Okay, well, that means the CDC is right there somewhere too if you've been keeping up with the news. 
CDC has set up in all the airports and they're looking and screening people with particular symptoms. Wow. Okay, well, guess what the symptoms are? They're the very same symptoms that TIs have. Yes, the very same symptoms the CDC are looking for are what TIs experience. That's an epidemic. There's something bigger going on in this country, and now they want to make sure we don't have any guns to do anything about it. Wake up, Lady Liberty. Lady Justice. We're all she's got. Without us, she can't defend herself. She's not supposed to. She can't fix herself, protect herself, set herself back on the right track. That's our job. And boy, are we a mess. The very ones. The very ones that these people knew would stand up for her. I struggle mind control on them. Fill her heads full of a bunch of lies. all about who's got the best story and who can go on the longest. Again, I've never heard people be able to talk for a whole hour and not say a word, not say anything, anything worth hearing. All I hear is the merry-go-round and the people standing in the background saying, Keep them on the merry-go-round. Don't let them get off. Give them something new tomorrow. We're too damn stupid to see it. Richmond, Virginia, home of the Biggest happenings in history 
pertaining to our Constitution and this country's birth. That's where they're starting at. How obvious is that? Oh, it's just a coincidence that's starting in Virginia, Richard. Oh, well, you know, stick that one in your pipe, puff on it a little while. I don't want to hear it. I know better. Might wake up Monday morning without any rights at all. Any rights. <laughs> but it's more important to talk about pantyhose and windmill. National Liberty Alliance dot com has a call three nights a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. They've been on the call all week voting against all these new laws. They got 3,000 people and more in different counties around the U.S., and they've been out gathering names to put on petitions to try to fight against this. And we can't even get past biofilm and mycoplasma. They come up with a new word tomorrow They'll throw it in. I've seen it a thousand times. Well, here's something new that nobody's heard of, and next thing you know, the whole community is using those words. Well, does it help? No. Might as well just put a big sign in a front yard. Oh, you want it? Oh, sure. Go ahead and take it. You're going to treat us worse after you get it? Okay. I'll deal with it best I can. <coughs> but I know there's some people out there somewhere that isn't fooled that does know the truth, willing to fight back. And I'm going to find me some of them. Oh, there sure as hell ain't none of them on these calls.
I'm going to have a big flag in my hand. And I'm going to proudly walk past some barriers. They want to shoot me down. That's okay. That's fine. I wrap myself in my glory and my freedom and my liberty. And I'll go away from here. But at least I've done that much. But I'll guarantee you somebody will say, oh, that stupid Richard, he went up there to Virginia and got himself shot. They don't get it. Freedom is not free. And not a moment since we acquired our freedom has there not been danger Thomas Jefferson says it is better to have a dangerous peace than to have a peaceful slavery. And even our President Lincoln says it's not about starting a war with our government. It's about going after the people that would pervert the Constitution. And that's what they've done to T.I.s. That's what they've been doing the whole time. Put us on a list, red flag, black flag, yellow flag, everything but the American flag. I'm flagged. I've been flagged all my life, but I've been free all my life, too. I find it sad to know that people half my age are going to be walking around out there as slaves. Because somebody... And I know my father will come, and he will rearrange this whole place, everything, but in his own time. Meanwhile, he gave us the heart and the minds to do the right thing. Don't have to do the right thing. It's just as easy to do the wrong thing, sometimes more easy. But if you think this is not about God and country, you're absolutely wrong. You can't have one without the other. 
And there is where the problem began. The more you do, the more you try. That's just the way it's always been. Try to do more. Don't do more one day and say, well, I... No, it's never ending. Freedom is not free. It's every day. And it's been paid for to have it. Price has been paid, and it's been paid with many lives. Many lives. Millions and millions and millions and millions of lives. And they were abused by the government, sure. They didn't see it that way. They saw our country as the strongest country in the on the globe trying to do the right thing. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's the way they saw it. might not be what the government meant to happen, but the people that went out there willing to give their lives and the people that are going to Virginia this morning, that's what they see. They see a must-do to maintain our freedom. But with the swipe of a pen which is what people are not seeing about this at all, with the swipe of a pen, you automatically become a criminal just with a signature. Boom, you're a criminal. Not only can they come and take your guns, they can come get you. Due process, not in that procedure. There is no due process when it comes to lying, robbing, rearranging, dismantling, destroying, doesn't exist. Due process? Nah. Haven't seen any of that in a while. Go to the hospital with your leg broke, bone sticking out of your skin, and 
they put a Band-Aid on your nose and say, okay, uh, call us in about four or five weeks. Let us know how you are. What about the bone sticking out of my leg? Uh, what bone? We don't see no bone sticking out of your leg. Makes you a target. At least the people in China or Hong Kong, I should say, were smart enough when it started over there, they were smart enough to realize that was the end of the road. That was the beginning and beginning of the end. They hit the streets. They went to raising hell. But over here, we just sat back. Oh, nothing like this could ever happen to us. This can't be happening to me. Oh, yes, it is. It is happening. The devil has rose his ugly head where he can visibly, easily be seen now. And he's chuckling. And he's laughing because everybody wants to think it's the aliens or the reptilians. It's always been good and evil, and it still is. But I don't want to put out there too much common sense. That's something else that really don't exist very much anymore. It ain't on a document. It don't mean anything. And, well, I hate to say putting a basket to the barn to get eggs in, that's common sense. You're going to need something to bring the eggs back in. That basket means a whole lot more in the sense to get one than any document I've ever seen. That are you going to be running back and forth to the barn till lunchtime and Breakfast time going to miss you. We round up your flags. Fly proudly. At your window, at your door, in your yard, on your car. Let them know who you are. Let them know who they're dealing with.
and sit outside all night with your eyes glued to the telescope looking for aliens carrying microwave weapons. It ain't going to happen. other life forms in existence. No doubt about that. But if you think they're out there worrying about little old us, you're wrong. This is happening by the people right here on this planet. It's going to come out, and everybody's going to feel so stupid. But it's going to be too late then. It may already be. What I got to do, what little I can do. We have a capital in North Carolina, too. That capital needs to be approached. People need to be made aware. Time to start here in my own state as I watch the other states around get ready to go through the same thing. Most people don't give a shit. As long as I got a cup of coffee in the morning, everything's going to be fine. I enjoyed Mr. Albert Einstein so well. He tells it just like it is. When he said that there was only two things in this whole existence that was infinite, one of those things was the universe itself. The other thing was stupidity. And after thinking on it, he wasn't so sure about the first one. but he was about the second one. And that's straight from him, not me. Stupidity we got. Bravery and heroism... Fighters, believers, truthers, promise keepers, a little bit lacking on those. Even Derek got into a little 
scrimmage tonight saying things were going to come out, things were going to get better, and somebody in the background hollering, oh, no, oh, no, it's going to be terrible. Oh, no, it's going to fall apart. Well, there you go. person ain't got no business anywhere around me or a call I'm on because I'm ready to die right now if I have to do it by myself what I believe in. Them cemeteries full of all those soldiers. Wonder what they would say. Wonder what they would speak up and be willing to tell of how they felt before, during, and even after they gave their lives. All those crosses, all those stones, all the cemeteries around the country. Oh of our veterans in the streets and the woods. Mental wards being drugged and abused daily. Jailed, locked away for crimes they didn't commit. having their lives abused, bodies experimented on, by this mechanism of machine that has took over this country, has no feelings, has no thoughts, has no right or wrong. Just do it. And I speak in the same manner of all the TIs that are across this country that are being done like they're done. But nothing changes. Nothing happens. I would I would have really hated it for Martin Luther King if his people had not listened to him and not followed him, I would have hated it for Paul Revere when he come riding through letting people know the British were coming if they'd have just ignored him and said, ah, it's probably a UFO. Many times in history, People listened. They heeded warning. They bundled up together. They made a difference. We stopped all the other countries from being a part of this country. 
We took it for ourselves to keep them from having a part or say so in this country. Now, we're right back in the same boat. Somebody wants it. They want to take it, take control. And I don't care how anybody else sees it. They started with us. They started with individuals. And that number has grown and is still growing. Andrew Napolitano, I'll say it one more time, on CNN News said to the public, if the American public knew what the government was doing to them, there would be war. That's a judge talking. He knew what he was saying. But without guns, ain't going to be much of a war. Time to draw the line in the sand. See what happens. Whatever happens, happens. We don't have a choice. There is not a choice. Some things you make a decision on and get away with it or not, but this is not one of those. We back them down they back us down. It's just that simple. A long time coming. But they're absolutely sure tomorrow, I'm sorry, today, that's what's going to happen. Kind of funny they picked Sunday also. Wow. Why would they want to do such a thing on Sunday? All days, I mean, that's not exactly a regular, functional government. They're probably hoping everybody would be home waiting for the Super Bowl. Or enjoying their day off of work, the only day they get of the week. Well, I can't go because I got I got the kids home today. Well, thank you, Ryan. Thank you for your call. 
and the recording tonight and the opportunity to tell it like it is. Not that anyone's going to listen. Excuse me for the coughing and the hacking and the spitting, but they've sprayed my lungs so full of this stuff. I'm having trouble breathing and talking. Sick of that, too. Go ahead and put me in Arlington Cemetery. At least I'll have earned my way. That'll be in the pond. Dig your foxholes. Fill your sandbags. Fill your muskets. Pack away your water and some food. This is not going to end quietly. Not out here in my neck of the woods. We got red, white, and blue around here. We also have a sign that says, these colors don't run. And they don't bow down. And they don't give up their weapons. This is America. If you don't like it, get your ass on a boat or a plane and go somewhere where you can take their weapons away from them and control them and do what you want to to them because it ain't happening here. And you probably need to get out as quick as you can. The law reads pretty plainly around here about treason, tyranny, and tyrants. Called a firing squad or a hanging. thousand troops with machine guns, tanks and stuff, yeah, that's pretty hard to beat, but you take 10,000 people with rocks and sticks, and they'll find a way. There is no such a thing as losing our rights. That can't happen. Pray for all of us today. 
not just Richmond, Virginia, but every militia, every gun owner who is not a criminal, but getting ready to be, and their families, and TIs, and every other person in this world is having to deal with this or go through this, but mostly the lost. Lost that don't see, can't see, and still got their heads stuck down in a bunch of rabbit holes, looking for something that's right in front of their face. Those I pray most for. We just left Tennessee. Out for the noise. If you're close enough, you'll probably hear it.
got to get it down. And the one they beat down is the one that probably has to go, I guess. That's speculation, but uh, hell, at this point, you got to speculate. You got to kind of see what, try to see what's coming to try to survive it. No. No. That's the only thing you can do. And uh, really, unfortunately, like for many people that are like you, I mean, what you also need is someone that's your partner that's going to stand by your side so they can't pull those shenanigans that they do when you're standing alone. You know, anything, they can do anything to you when you're standing alone, when you're by yourself. That's the main reason why they try to kill everyone in your life. Well, I wish I could find this target. I wish I could find me a target individual. I got, I got, I got a family bloodline achieves too much wealth and success. Their kids, like me, I could be sending kids to college right now.
Well, hey, Marcos, and hey, Ryan. Have a good morning. Have a great day.
Hey, please. Is is that food city where the Mexicans be at with their calling cards? Is this? Oh, this is you in the uh, 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 your Facebook page. That's my Facebook. Oh, I don't do Facebook. I don't even have an account. Well, if you decide to do Facebook, you can talk to me on there. Yeah, that that's something that the police and law enforcement and the government sit up and have fun with, and I tell my family to stay the hell they off of that. They do that with everything we're doing. They're doing that with this. They're doing that with our phones. They do that with everything. It doesn't even matter. Like the only way we would be able to talk to without the government being up our asses, like is face to face in person. And with the wires in my head, we can't even do that. Well, considering the fact that they like the phone is tapped, my brain is considering the fact that they now have the brain to brain technology up and operational now, uh, you can't even have a a thought to yourself, a private thought to yourself without without it being transmitted to another person. Think about in life, you know, it's all registered in the machine. And there's some fucking deep state government gang stalking motherfucker to make sure that it cannot happen. That's that's how that is. Mm-hmm. And anything yep. that I dread, fear, or hate, or that's destructive and damaging to my life, is what I get. There was someone that was here yesterday uh, talking about how they had another individual. Uh, that was receiving their thoughts, uh, whereas the one-way transmission, whatever they were thinking, that other person was receiving their thoughts on a transmission and subsequently found out that that was a Duke Medical Center. <laughs> Yeah, the Ivy League schools, you know, whoever the government is funding to do this to us, you know, they're all doing it to us, too. You know, the people that matter that get to live in our place because they can do this to us and steal our lives. They get to, you know, go to school and learn how to do this to us. They're replicating people's bodies now. Somebody, did I hear somebody else come in on the call while well, I was in the kitchen? I heard somebody else talking. I heard some, some someone playing music and, and some static that was on the line for a while. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard some lady say that she's doing that and dropped off the line. Oh. oh. I said none of us. Is Dad still here? Dad, you still here? All we did was be intelligent, I'm here, I'm just listening. Oh, hi, Josh. Josh, where are you from, Josh? 
Well, I'm from uh, Tennessee, but uh, my original origin is from Ohio. So, uh, but I moved to Tennessee, and that's where uh, my relationship of seven plus years then uh, fell apart and because of this targeting and uh, not being believed, you know. And uh, so I, I had a you know girlfriend that didn't have my back about it, didn't support me in any way, like that. Nobody does. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, and if by myself, else does, they get just like you, just like you. Well, I think, uh, she's got worse problems than me. She married a guy that's a, a Freemason. He was in training for it and he drove a white, uh, minivan. He's handicapped and, uh, she ended up buying a white vehicle also. And that's what they're using out on the highways here. Since I drive truck, I see a lot of white vehicles out on the highways here and they they have to pass me you know and uh they're what they're doing is emitting energy on my body without my consent they're burning my feet and tearing my uh tearing my feet and my ankles up right now and they're doing it while i'm sitting here at a truck stop resting yeah. and they got truck yeah. they got truck drivers doing it too so uh that's that's my story of what's going on right now and uh if i get out of this which which is uh, get out of driving. I've, I don't have a place to go. And uh, they've already made it. So. Uh, well, I got back into truck driving to try to make it. Uh, I'm homeless, but uh, this is over the road. So I've got my bed right behind me. Well, I'm, I'm parked at a truck stop right now uh, doing a reset. So I get a fresh 70 hours and they've yeah. nickel and dimed me all week with my time because there was a mistake on my log. So I was only getting recap hours and uh, yesterday I was supposed to be at a place and I ran out of the hours. I said, hey, I'm, I'm out of hours, out of time. What do you haul? What do you drive for? I don't, I don't haul anything that's hazardous materials, so it's uh, anything from uh, um, road salt or, uh, you know, companies that take care of uh, residential salt and, uh, streets and sidewalks to uh, haul a lot of uh, water heater type stuff, electronic, electrical, and uh, I've got a load of glass on right now that needs to get to a company and I've just went through a whole bunch of winter driving up in Washington state and Oregon and it was terrible. Uh, to, it was some terrible stuff. You know, yeah. it's just a, uh, it's like four feet of snow right now until April. Oh, I'm out of there, you know? And so the company I'm working for, they've been good to me, you know, and, um, I haven't always made my, made my, uh, times to these uh, companies um, on time and uh, you know I, I'm getting jacked with the road. what because you sleep and you drive safe yeah I, yeah I do do that yeah I I, uh, I take longer rest breaks than I should and because I'm being jacked with you know and plus uh, this microwave energy uh, 
is is radiation and it, it plays havoc on on uh, our cells you know our energy um they've been hitting me in the kidneys while i drive so that that's how good they are at what they do so it tells you too uh, uh, who's doing it. It. And, and they're doing stuff to you Oh, I can't like, you know, stand up for my life. 
Well, I try to turn it around on them when I go into a public place, which I have to do. Um, you know, is uh, you know, I, I I I've done nothing wrong to deserve this, so I'll go into a place, and I've done it in the past. I haven't had to do it here lately because they've changed up on me a little, where they backed off, but they're still out there. They, I can just still tell. And He's babbling in the background. What's that? I wonder who was it was sort of like uh, monologuing in the background for me. Why there's an interference on the call, cost? It's because, you know, somebody working for the government for me has got to listen to this and formulate plan to end our lives based on what we're saying to each other. Right. right. Oh, I also looked at the guy. Michelle, is it, is it Michelle? Everybody's having troubles and stuff here. gonna come because this was it isn't just meant for me That's not meant for well, thank you bro but it's not it's not meant just for any of us it's meant for all of us and that means those fucks that are out here doing this bullshit to us it's for them too they just don't realize it that their turn's gonna come too 
I've noticed something. There's certain there's certain IVs that come up in the room that they leave at a certain time, you know. And when you have perpetrators or you're under surveillance, you got your internet workers, then you got your street theater workers, you got your walker workers, the ones that are out on the street doing street theater, and then you got the ones that strictly strictly work these calls on the internet. I notice certain IDs comes on at certain times, like eight hours shifts, like twelve hours shifts, and they then they always will leave. They will always leave at six six thirty in the morning. Uh, I know that um, I mean, police does uh, like three shifts. It's like unless they're doing like the twelve-hour shifts. But um, I mean, I did security once. And it was a ten to six, and um, it's like six to two and and two to ten. Like ways they do those shifts, but. Well, when you got those people that are working from home, realize they're working from home and all they do is work the internet. <laughs> I suppose there are some people that way. I don't know how that works. They can run I do. I do. I saw one of their documents. You know, on the other side of the
Serves a lot of trouble. Welcome. This service is provided by freeconferencecall.com. Muted. Want these battery pulse generators and these wires out of every fucking part of me so I can have no way male human being is. I would like to work out and exercise, be healthy and normal, and not have things in the way making me crippled. And I'm able to function. Why am I looping? Is there anyone there here? John, I can't hear you hardly at all. Oh, it's a speaker phone that I'm a speaker. Because you're driving right now, or what? 
then my whole family got implants that was wired to the communications grid. That's how all this shit happened. And my whole family and I was killed. And robbed and denied of life. Because my mom would lie and government do this shit they need to be able to say about people so they can fucking kill people do this shit to people my Facebook there, John, if you want to look at that. Uh, I, I don't have a screen with anything on it. I, I'm on a smartphone. You do? Uh, you're just, you're on the, you're, you're talking on the actual phone line phone. I'm on an internet uh, connection, but my phone doesn't process all that, uh, all that uh, different information on the app. Because it's concentrating. Oh, no. uh, uh, I mean, well, I got the internet thing, so the chat was on there too. I would like someone to talk to. Yes, there are people on Facebook now, but you know, nobody's really there. They're just a, just a text message next to a little picture of their face or whatever. I mean, nobody's actually there. It's like, you can use a, is it called a video chat? Have you done that? Some people do that with me sometimes, but, you know, like, I would like to be a functional human being and, you know, make love to a woman, be a male provider, shit like that that makes people, like, you know, want to be alive and not fucking go out, like, and be some ass shooter that fucking kills everyone, you know, like to have something in my life worth living for. I control over my mind and body and not fucking just disrupted and controlled by wires on battery pulse generators. I mean, like, I've never had any normalcy in my life at all. All I've ever had is a holocaust of being in fucking a cage and being made homeless and being fucking cheated of my identity and birthright and family's lives and my destiny as a human being on Earth. Man, I have nobody in my life. Even, even where I'm at, 
like my neighbors, they're just helping the cops fucking break my fucking life apart to steal from me. Keep me like locked in my house like some sort of fucking caged animal just so I can try to defend my property that my neighbors are gonna steal that the cops are gonna let steal from me just so there can be some altercation that they can fucking make a little street theater play about and write a story about to make me an antagonist somehow that did something to steal my life. And I didn't do anything. I never do anything. I, I just want to be a human being and, and live my life. And they won't let me do that. They have to continue the lie and move the lie forward. Continue the Holocaust. Continue the theft and murder. Continue to call me a piece of crap everything there ever was. Tell everybody that I am all those things. I've never just been able to be a normal male human being. I was never allowed to have my family. I was never allowed to make a family. I was only ever allowed to be an animal in a cage, fucking mutilated and tortured and destroyed. Raped and violated and drugged and called a fucking piece of crap doesn't deserve to live. I was born into this. I never got a chance to do or be anything. Born in Tattoo, in a sense, my family has a history that um, I don't believe they've told the whole truth. Yeah. Like, like what's happened to both of my grandfathers yeah. on my dad's side and my mother's side. So, yeah. Um, yeah. never got to meet him, you know? Oh, they never got to see me. Yeah, that's my story. Sorry, Nick. I'm Dan's still there? Yeah. I'm right here. Yeah. Is that your email with a no nonsense parent? What? 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 
Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Protonmail. Uh, hold it. Hold it. it says no nonsense at protonmail.ch. What is protonmail.ch? I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's the same thing, but it, it's a proton. You heard of proton, right? No, right. I haven't. Yeah, it's a secure email. It's a secure email, basically, that your mail's encrypted. Well, well, that's that's interesting. I mean, I, I don't really think that does someone like you any good, but. Uh, well, what happens is, is like, you know, I, I share information with a. With a Tell I have a child custody, and the government went into my Gmail. They went into my Yahoo mail. They went into my company's mail and started destroying emails and evidence I had. So I, had I went over to a cryptic. No, it doesn't happen. Uh, I can I can encrypt emails, send encrypted emails, and only it goes only the person can, they can read the content you know what? The that I send it to. Like, like my Facebook, like all the pages of Facebook when I first started it, I don't have it anymore. Like, like I can't do nothing with my Facebook at all. And um, I mean, it's basically just like a text messenger now, and it seems like you know everyone text messaging me is probably like some perpetrator. But uh, my email, like I've never like been able to add people to my email, and you know.
constantly racing out of my brain, and, and then I might not ever think about it. My memory is just something that's been so destroyed and deleted so much. Like, you know, it's been like to the point where I'm like, you know, like I forgot my whole life. Like, I read the Bible, bro, and like I had memorized every Bible scripture there was, and I could quote the Bible scriptures, you know, like verses and, 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 you know, chapter that. And say it like verbatim, bro, because I was like locked up my whole life and I had the Bible like crammed down my throat. But like, then one day I was like by the teleportation military abductors and, and I like lost like the whole memory of my whole life, man. I just like literally, it was like several years. It just like deleted from my brain, and I just like uh, I, I really knew who I was. Like I knew that my life had been some fucked up ghetto shit. Like, like you know, I, I I just like it wasn't there anymore. Like, like it was all gone from my head. And, and all of the, the memories are gone from my head. And, and now it's like the machines, the wires in my brain, they, they like try to like replay these deleted memories into my head. And, you know, I, I only remember it because like the machine is like replaying into my brain, even though it's been deleted from my brain. There's like some subconscious part of my brain still that like remembers it, even though like my memory's been deleted. There's like other parts of your brain that the memory still kind of exists, like but even though it's not there, like it's just this stuff that they're doing to me, my brain with these wires and these drugs and everything that that's done to me, like. Just because they abduct you, they teleport you, and then, like, you know, you don't have the memory of, of like, what they did to you while they were doing it. All, all you know is that you've been, like, chopped up, and you, like, feel these implants in you, you got this scar, whatever, and, like, but you're in this pain, and your body has been changed, you know, things ain't right, things have been done to you. But like they erase all your memories of, of, of doing it, and you know you've been hurt, like you know you've been raped or whatever by them, and you just don't know, like unless like they, they want you to like know some little fragment or something, like like I know that I was raped by like a whole bunch of white military dudes and, and you know that I think one of them had like this, this son that, that wants to do all this such stuff like cut off my dick and shit and um and then they kind of like stop me one time on the bus to tell me what their, what their nationalities were and all that all races and um uh, it was just some, some, some stuff like 
<laughs> some of my stalkers, like, you know, the ones that I think that are, like, on the other side of this experiment stuff in the deep state. You know, they're, they're either, like, some really big dudes that, that look like military, or, or they might be, like, some white frosted motherfuckers. There's a lot of sugar-frosted people, man. And, and one of the, the ladies that, you know, she looks like this, this white chick that used to be black or something, you know, like, white people that were black people once just, like, look a certain way, and she's, like, white and frosted. And um, she put me in this slot that sends me back through time because they abduct you and they teleport you and then they chop you up and do all the surgery stuff to you. Sometimes they keep you there for a while and they're, you know, doing their experiments, maybe just on for a few days or whatever while they're doing surgery, chopping you up. Torturing you and raping you, this and that. You might be gone for a while, and you know the camp is having no lost time. How you just like disappear for days and shit? So they send you back through time, and they send you back to the point where you were abducted, and it's this bluish white light thing, and they load me in this slot. And, and it's like you're standing up and they just like lean you back in that shit while you're standing up. And then they they teleport you back in time through the blue slight light. And, you know, I just like they, I don't know if they fucked up. Like, yeah, they must have wanted me to remember it. Because, you know, I, I mean, I already know about how I've been stalked by the white frost and sugar frost that it's about like the time travel back stuff about genocide in America. It's, it's like that future government of America is coming back through time to kill us and and make us like never exist and and force us to like breed into different people than that that we would have bred into like that Terminator shit. And uh so they make everyone mixed race or whatever and force people to have bastards that they never wanted. And, like, I'm pretty sure that's why my life exists because, like, they was committing genocide on my Italian family. And I know that's, like, some stuff, like, people don't even want to be imagining as possible, but it is definitely. And, um... That's, that's just it. And, and this, this this white frosty lady that put me in the slot and put me back in the house, she was like, she just told me, you don't need to do that much with your life. Like, you know, and then I was like, back, back in my house, like, from the abduction being all fucked up and shit. And... And these white frosty people, they've always been there, man, and they, they're always there to try to tell me that even this stupid slavery Jesus crap. You know, just always that tell me I need to have that victim mentality and and do this slavery and, and you know, breed with these gutter people and and like that and you know, set that from 
Do you have anything to say about that? Hey, John. Yeah. I'm listening. I just don't know what to say. There's a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> time travel and everything else. There's a lot of time travel and everything. And, you know, uh, have you experienced anything like that? Do you even believe in it, or do you just think it's good? I believe it's possible. I, I... See, I, I don't believe it's possible. It fucking yeah. happens to me, and I know it. I know it. Well, it hasn't happened to me, but I believe it. Uh, maybe it's happened to you, and you don't even realize it's happened to you, because I didn't realize it was happening to me my whole life either. <laughs> I had an out-of-body experience when I was 16. I probably almost died in bed. And I have no idea why. Because I didn't drink or do drugs or anything. I was 16. And I yeah. remember, yeah. remember coming out, being out of my body at the top of the ceiling. Yeah. And then I, yeah. I remember that. I, I, I have I've had experience like that for like months on end, man, under the mind control. Like, and and I, I, I wouldn't say like, say like, 
I, I, I felt like I was in the third person, man, like looking at myself. Like, and, and it, it was more like I was trying to get back through my body and control my body because, like, with all the wires in your brain, the nervous system, they'd be abducted and do the teleportation. They do the drugs to you that they do when they abduct you to mess with your brain. And then I also had the nano machines that was worming their way through my brain that that stabbed through my brain like needles in my brain and then they wrapped around my brain neurons and um, um, pulled on them and stretched them out and got into the like individual electric signals at each one of my brain neurons and, and I was like that third body shit like like I wasn't inside myself. I, I was just trying to be inside myself. And, and, and I mean, that happened before, even when it wasn't about the nano machines doing it to me, too. Like, early life. There were times where I was like, totally separated from the control of my body. I couldn't control it. And I was forced to believe that it was demons demonically possessing my body and that's why I couldn't control myself and I had to be a victim of things that I otherwise wouldn't have been a victim of like being assaulted or or like like some kind of fucking bitch that they want me to be raped by or something like you know that couldn't control myself myself I had to be like a victim of whatever shit they wanted to do to me. Like if it was like assaulting me or or making me like submit to some bitch trying to fuck me or whatever, like you know, like you know, or 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 me like you know breaking some shit or or you know. Whatever, maybe like I, I I vandalized something or stole something or or busted someone's fucking face open, like and I just didn't like control me, like it wasn't me, like rationally thinking, you know, you know, fucking do this. This is my will. It was just like. Or, you know, someone was, like, trying to, was, like, socking me up, beating me up, and, like, I couldn't move my arms. And I, I just, like, I wanted to, you know, back, knock the guy down, defend my eyes, but I was frozen in place like that, that gamer when the dude gets frozen in place and he can't fight back. Like, I was just frozen in place and couldn't fight back, and I had to be a victim. And, and I had the electrodes in my brain telling me that he wants you to be a victim, that being a victim is, is what's good for you, and, and you shouldn't fight back, you should be a victim, because, you know, that's what being a happy dead person means, is just being a victim like that. Stuff like that. <laughs> And that's like being in your body. Uh, 
पहाड़ी Trying to write down that email, like proton. Is that what it was? Proton? Yeah. Wrong time. And I was going to try to send him an email and see if he you know, did email because I can send an email at least I just can't call nobody. Not at least until I can afford to pay more of the back phone. To have a back phone that really using nothing except getting locked up by the police. For some shit that I didn't do that they made up in my life. Make sure that I can't have it. They have to end. We got 11 people on here, but none of them are talking. Cold because it affects my body. So, then 
then once I get really warm, I, I'm back to normal. Feel normal. All my implants are constantly streaming signal. You know, for me, it's like I got all these like cell phones basically inside my body that put electricity out through wires that go into every part of my body. And it's like I'm streaming a phone call for, you know, all these cell phone battery pulse generator things stabbing into all my organs and nerves and brain functions. And they're, they're doing this phone call by putting in, you know, bullshit information to hurt me and confuse me and make me retarded and dead. And then they take that, that information from what they do to electrify my is just being cut up with these implants like that streaming this constant phone call to all my brain and bodily functions because of the wires in my memory brain center. Nobody's saying anything back to me.
You're the only person left on there, John. And if you're gonna like have me muted or whatever, I'm not talking, buddy. You know, you, you, you just want to like go and go to sleep or something. Uh, I don't know if about I... anything I said right now. Do you have anything to say about any of it? Or... Yes, so. After that noise happened, I got out so I could uh, check my headlights and stuff on my truck. Because uh, if I blew my, uh, my ears out, whatever that noise was. So. Uh, I just got back in, so. What was the last thing you heard me say? Remember, like, the last thing you heard me say was, I need to refresh my memory that gets deleted by the liars in my memory. No, I'm getting hit with energy myself right now. So sometimes I'm just distracted a little. I can't keep the train of thought. The wires in my brain erase what I was thinking or intended on saying or whatever point I was trying to make by talking. Yeah. Trying to remember that. 
I'll, I'll try to do that and get your friend request. Um, what's your Facebook page look like if I find you? Uh, just, I have my picture on her. I'm just wearing a ball cap. There. I'll look that up right now. Right yeah. A fat dude wearing a ball cap. Like, 
my brain functions and eyeballs and eyeballs and ear ear my it's so bad. I'm trying to listen to you, man. I just sent you a friend request. Probably 1950s. And back. Probes, Stanford University. It 
says the first papers about Maser were published in 1954 as a result of investigations carried out simultaneously by by Charles Towns, co-workers at Columbia University in New York, and by well, if you look up um, free electron steerable maser, that's another way to look up to get precise. That's I'm talking about. That's but, uh, somebody, that's somebody in uh, the Ukraine, the UK. In 2012 or 2013, developed a uh, piece of uh, it's a uh, synthetic ruby, and it's made out of some kind of uh, I, I polymer. It's some kind of polymer, and they run that uh, the beam through that, and it creates. It creates the same thing. This is a, this is a uh, it's called a room temperature maser, and so this thing gives super cooling to uh, what this thing's doing, and it can make a lot more power that way. So this guy that the UK, the scientist, he even gives a, a tutorial and a uh, lecture at a college or some kind of lecture about it. I uh, found it on YouTube years ago, and uh, they show how I made the device. It's a little, looks like a little dome, but it's red like a ruby. So they put, they have these for handhelds. They're small enough to uh, create a uh, handheld maser instead of being a bigger device. So that makes it even more dangerous, and since it can be uh, cooled, Cooled down quickly if they call it room temperature, a room temperature maser. So, uh, it tells you right there that you know they, it's uh, able to be cooled down quickly or it doesn't get hot. So, it can get your pocket back in your pocket, not burn yourself out, which, uh, which always can catch fire. But the, I saw a video where he actually showed these little things that they were making. So uh, that's on there too. But anyway, it's, it's um, electromagnetic and steerable. And I actually have it on video because. Um, the electrons travel down that beam, you know, that's that's part of actual mass from atoms, the electrons are. So how I figured it out was anything mass that was hitting my shirt, making my shirt move while I was uh, sitting on the crapper. And I got my smartphone out with the light on. I mean, I assume they can, like, just catch your shirt on fire or something, right? Oh, I don't know. Um, they, I, I've thought about other things they've, they've done too. They probably can do, but 
I figured out that uh, when I turned on the light on my camcorder, I looked through the viewfinder while I was recording. I saw these little things coming up through the floor, through the ceiling, or from the ceiling, and also through the wall being curved and steered towards me. And they were uh, reflecting, uh, reflecting the light of the uh, camcorder, which is a bright white light. I, you can look up my YouTube channel and check some of it out if you want. I got those on video. My video uh, channel is called The Special K45. No spaces or anything. YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, the Special K45. Just how it sounds. And uh, 45 is the numerical 45. Is that all one word? Yes, yeah, no spaces or anything. 45. Um, no um, go to the, uh, what you typed in and capitalize the letter T for the, and capitalize the S as in special, and then capitalize the letter K. So, yeah, capitalize those letters, and it should come up. If you capitalize, go back to what you typed in and uh, change the small case to the large case, uppercase. So that would be the special K45, and each word a capital letter, capital T for the, then the capital S for special, then for K, capital. on that have captured this stuff. You can capture it with uh, infrared uh, night vision cameras like for like baby monitor cameras because there's people's babies that are being assaulted with this bullshit while they sleep. And then people catch them and they think that they're, they're angels flying around their baby. Or like the one lady in Tennessee thought that uh, these things flying around her mom when her mom was dying that there were angels coming to to comfort her because she recorded it on her smartphone camera with the light on and there was no light on in the room and uh, she was there with her mom. So it made me really, that kind of stuff heartbreaks me because this, this is a big deception. People think angels would do that. These aren't angels, these are little You're saying that angels were doing that. 
listening to you like hello you were saying like I suppose I'll watch the video later and try to figure out what I don't even have a smartphone, but I won't spend all this money on something that the government's going to steal from me and just use to end my life. Like, you know, it's no reason for me to have anything nice like a phone that doesn't, you know, 
nice phone. I'm, I'm not allowed to be a human being or communicate with human beings. Like, what am I going to do with a smartphone? Like, anything good uh, to have. Like disappear, John. My life gets me just making smartphones out of my brain.
Public service announcements was authored and presented to the public by OSI, Organized Stalking Informers, bringing awareness and exposure to the crime syndicate known as Organized Stalking and Technological Harassment. This is a public service announcement to inform you and the public of ongoing criminal activity that involves criminally soliciting, manipulating, and coercing members of the public to illegally engage in a criminal conspiracy to criminally harass and target victims. Please stand by. Organized stalking, bogus investigations. A secret campaign of stalking and harassment constructs for the victim a prison without visible walls. The victim is stalked and harassed in which ways they cause them to appear paranoid about friends and family. They won't listen, read, or question authority. Incredibly, many victims report even friends and family members have turned perp, perpetrators, that means. Since no one has been able to get the perps to talk about their activity, it is not known how those we once thought we could trust with our very lives could be turned to do such evil. How this sad fact has accused many targeted individuals to redefine the word family. The perps have an infinite number of ways to turn a person. Those of us who have been close, who have close family ties in the past will always choose to believe threats and coercion were used on family members to get them to cooperate. Some survivors believe their family members would rather sacrifice them to the evil entity than spend the time it takes to listen to the crimes being perpetrated on them. It just takes too much time Time and effort to read and listen to find out the truth. Thus, the victim simply becomes expendable. That's how it happens. They won't listen, they won't read, and the perps have programmed them to believe that the victim is a mental case. The perps always program friends and family to become enraged and cut off the conversation every time the target tries to find out why their behavior toward them has changed. Therefore, there can be no meaningful discussion of perp crimes. This ensures that the friends and family will never find out the truth about all the lies being used to gain their cooperation. Secrecy is maintained so that no one will ever find out that the target is innocent. All those around them are being duped into participating into a lifetime scheme of gruesome torment of the victim. Those who once valued their family as number one somehow buy into perpetration fabrication and thus fall totally under perp control for the remainder of their lives. Forfeiting family relationships and squandering forever the precious times they could have spent together with family members and friends. The perps will isolate you from everyone. This includes family, friends, and any new friends you meet. Again, the perps use lies, intimidation, and fake investigations to easily accomplish this. After questioning their friends and family endlessly, the perps let them know that if they mention the investigation, they can be jailed or for interfering in an ongoing investigation and or aiding and abating a criminal. Then the perps strongly suggest that you initiate no further contact with you until the investigation is finished. Of course, family and friends are not told this, but the investigation will never be finished. Many targeted individuals have been targeted for 20 years or more with no end in sight. That's what they do. They 
supposed to have a bogus investigation so they can continuously be there to watch you, harass you, and that's what they do. What happens is, uh, basically, as I'm explaining, they turn everyone against you, and I have no one now. I have no friends, no family, no one's around me. Everyone assumes I'm a mental case, and I'm not. I'm completely sane, and I know what's going on. So please go to GainsTalkingWorld.com and read. Educate yourself. Focus on investigation. The person is whispered lies and slander by a perp on a T.I. If the gay person believes the lies, they will feel righteous in helping to administer secret vigilante justice against the T.I. And they are recruited to do this quote-unquote patriotic cause by the perp. Once they have heard the slander, gay persons are gay, even though the perp usually has no legal authority to do so. After this, the gay person will not advise the T.I. of either the slander they have heard or the identity of the perp who whispered it. The gay person's fear is based on the possibility that the slander may actually be true or even worse if it's false. They feel threatened that similar slander may be unleashed against them unless they cooperate with a vigilante justice against the T.I. Focus on
bogus investigations. In some instances, the friends, family, and associates of the targeted victim are being falsely told that the criminal organized gang stalking and technological harassment the victim is being harassed, violated, and terrorized with is a quote-unquote investigation, which is bogus, fraudulent, and criminal. Family, friends, and associates of the victims are being manipulated, fooled, and illegally coerced into taking part in this illegal bogus so-called investigation that is nothing more than harassing, violating, and terrorizing emotional distress and psychological terrorism to the victim that lasts for years and years. Warning and beware of perpetrators falsely claiming that another individual is under investigation also known as bogus investigations. Although legitimate investigations are a necessary function of honest law enforcement, the perpetrators in some cases will cloak and mask the criminal organized stalking harassment and torture of the victim as a fraudulent investigation which is a criminal tactic where the perpetrators are manipulating others to force them to act towards their wishes utilizing manipulation or intimidation and coercion. Organized stalking bogus investigations a bogus investigation is defined as an illegal criminal covert tactic deployed by the perpetrators of the organized gang stalking crime syndicate, in which the perpetrators utilize various different methods of manipulation, deception, coercion, and threats to essentially criminally solicit, manipulate, deceive, or extort the cooperation and silence of those the targeted victim comes in contact with, including those close to the target and the general public which provides cover for the organized crime syndicate and the perpetrator's criminal activity. The criminal perpetrators may try to issue you a fraudulent illegal bogus gag order, which is illegally and criminally utilized to extort your silence and illegally force and coerce your cooperation into the organized stalking harassment conspiracy. The perpetrators may flash a fake phony badge or display official looking fake, fraudulent doctored up files, videos, or text documents that are meant to make the scheme appear more credible and fool, trick or coerce you into the scheme. The criminal or criminals may even possibly be a real member of law enforcement, however if they are, they are criminally abusing their position and limits of authority and illegally utilizing it to criminally harass, threaten and coerce you and other individuals into a criminal conspiracy against another individual. Quote, what they utilize is, they open up a bogus investigation so that they can continually be there to harass you. During these bogus investigations, the perpetrators will contact the unwitting subjects either by telephone, text message, email or physically approach the subjects and begin to fraudulently brief them about the victim and the falsified reasons and motives for the situation. This perpetrator briefing is always based on deception, pretexts and false reasons of justification that are meant to fool, manipulate or coerce you and unwitting subjects into submitting to the bogus illegal scheme while providing cover for the crime syndicate and the perpetrator's criminal activities. As part of the criminal scheme, the perpetrators may try to illegally order and extort you to submit to an illegal gag order or sign a fraudulent non-disclosure agreement stating that, if you speak of the bogus investigation, you may be fined or jailed. In extreme cases, the perpetrators may even falsely state that it is a matter of national security, which is a no line that has been deliberately abused and deployed by criminal elements of government as a ruse and excuse for criminal activity. It should be noted that the perpetrators may not always correctly lie about and slander the victim. Example, the perpetrators may not always contact you and tell you the victim is a wife beater, but it is a guarantee that the perpetrators will always lie to you about the reasons and motivations for what they are doing, and if a complete lie is not told about the target, false motives and speculations will be deployed in an attempt to manipulate you and others to submitting to the criminal scheme. 
some of the most common lies and slain are cowardly whispered by the perpetrators. To fool unwitting subjects into these bogus investigations include the following. Telling others that the targeted victim is a drug addict, drug user, or drug dealer, a violent person, a domestic abuser, a wife beater, a paranoid schizophrenic, a rapist, a pedophile, a child molester, a murderer, a murder suspect, a terrorist, or the classic, simply, someone we need to keep an eye on. The perpetrators who deploy the bogus investigations can actually be anyone. Criminal private investigators, criminal former and current government and military slash Air Force employees, or corrupt criminal law enforcement, who are being manipulated and criminally funded, while being utilized as pawns by criminal elements of government into carrying out criminal organized stalking operations by proxy. Coercion is the use of express or implied threats of violence or reprisal as discharge from employment or other intimidating behavior that puts the person in immediate fear of the consequences in order to compel the person to act against his or her will. Coercion is the practice of compelling a person or manipulating them to behave in an involuntary way, whether through action or inaction, by use of threats, intimidation, trickery, or some other form of pressure or force. These are used as leverage to force the victim to act in the desired way. Coercive persuasion or thought reform is best understood as a coordinated system of graduated coercive influence and behavior controls designed to deceptively and surreptitiously manipulate and influence individuals, usually in a group setting in order for the originators of the program to profit in some way, normally financially or politically. Using rewards and punishments, efforts are made to establish considerable control over a person's social environment, time, and sources of social support. Social isolation is promoted. A conspiracy is a secret agreement between two or more people to perform an unlawful act. There are 60 factors being utilized in these illegal, criminal bogus investigations. 1. Manipulation. 2. Speculation. 3. Fabrication. 4. False dossiers. 5. Bribery. 6. Coercion and extortion. These six elements are all being utilized in tandem by the criminal perpetrators to illegally target the victim, while simultaneously manipulating those close to the victim and the general public, while providing cover for the crime syndicate and perpetrators' criminal activities. Manipulation. Manipulation is element number one within the crime of organized stalking, and the same applies to bogus investigations. Any way that the perpetrators can manipulate others to their advantage, they will do so. And this includes manipulating those around the targeted victim, the victim's family, friends, associates, and the media. As a prime example, the perpetrators of the organized stalking syndicate are notorious for deploying the illegal utilization of through-all-radar camera technologies to criminally eavesdrop on and illegally invade the privacy of organized stalking victims. During these bogus investigations, the perpetrators may manipulate a neighbor or citizen that resides around the targeted victim into allowing the neighbor to set up one of these through-all-radar devices inside their home to illegally monitor the victim. In order to gain the unwitting neighbor's cooperation, the perpetrators will blatantly lie to the unwitting neighbor by telling them various lies, excuses, and false motivations as to whether through-all-radar is being utilized, therefore co-opting recruiting the neighbor into the organized stalking crime and criminal conspiracy. Some of these lies and excuses sold by the perpetrators to manipulate the unwitting neighbor will include the following. The victim is extremely violent or potentially violent and needs to be monitored. The victim is a rapist or serial burglar. The victim is a terrorist or a suspected terrorist. 
The perpetrators realize that these false motive slander lies will most likely appeal to the ignorant, unwitting neighbor's desire for crime prevention in their neighborhood, and therefore the neighbor will most likely succumb to and go along with the perpetrator's criminal use of these through all radar technologies, not realizing that they can still be held legally liable and criminally prosecuted for going along with the perpetrator's wishes. These criminal ploys utilized by the perpetrators are not limited to the illegal use of through all radar technologies and can also include deployment of illegal listening devices, recorders, and illegal legends into the victim's home. You need to realize that in reality, history has proven through solid patterns and the multitudes of organized stalking victim testimonials that as a part of the organized stalking crime, the perpetrators usually always deploy these through all radar technologies so that they can constantly criminally monitor the targets inside their homes as part of the criminal organized stalking operations, not because of the lies the criminal perpetrators are telling you and the victim's neighbors. The through all radar is also utilized in attempt to try to blackmail the target with a sense of we seen you do everything, and the perpetrators will attempt to utilize this to embarrass and control the victim into their submission. Speculation. Speculation is the forming of a theory or conjecture without firm evidence. One of the most common uses deployed by the perpetrators during bogus investigations involves the perpetrators falsely speculating by telling others that the targeted victim is a suspect of a crime under investigation. We just don't possess the proof yet. Thus falsely speculating and giving the appearance to others that the target is guilty of a crime without actually having substantial evidence to substantiate and corroborate the perpetrator's false claims. The speculation is designed to isolate the victims and cause others to be suspicious and paranoid about the victim by dragging the victim's name through the mud. Fabrication. Fabrication is the action or process of manufacturing or inventing something. The perpetrators are known for fabricating incidents involving targeted victims by covertly manipulating situations to cast the victim in a fabricated negative light. The perpetrators sometimes will fabricate a staged organized stalking street theater incident where they will try to bait the victim into something detrimental to their safety or something illegal. During these fabricated staged incidents, the perpetrators will deploy recruited manipulated helper slaves, which can be anyone in the community whom the perpetrators have manipulated to stand by to observe and act as concerned witnesses when they attempt to bait and provoke the victim. If the victim responds to the fabricated staged incident or is provoked into retaliation against the provocative behavior from the perpetrator, the manipulated helper slaves are instructed to bear false witness against the victim by falsely claiming that it was the targeted victim who provoked the perpetrators or falsely claim that the targeted victim was belligerent with them, or the victim needs help the victim is paranoid schizophrenic EDC. When in reality the entire incident was falsely fabricated and set up by the perpetrators and the perpetrator helper slaves were manipulated to lie about the victim. In worst cases, the perpetrators may actually try to frame the targeted victim for very serious crimes. These acts are done by the perpetrators out of desperation, usually when the targeted victim knows the truth about something very dangerous or damaging to the perpetrators, or when the victim possesses multitudes of evidence on the perpetrators that could literally destroy the organized stalking crime syndicate. These very serious sinister fabricated framing desperation tactics deployed by the perpetrators are limited to the perpetrator's imagination, but could include any of the following fabricated incidents against the victim or others. 
Murder, murder, suicides, hangings, drug overdoses, poisonings, shootings, gang feuds and shootings, theft, stabbings, rapings, arsons, bombings, terrorism, terrorism plots, murder for hire plots, conspiracies, possession of child pornography, possession of heavy drugs, sabotage where the targeted victim could possibly either be directly murdered or blamed for any of these fabricated staged acts of illegal behavior or homicide. It is worthy of noting again with the modern advances in technology and computers, it is now possible that the perpetrators can't even generate up a false altered fabricated video or even a technologically generated video that looks frame by frame, exactly like the victim which can make the victim appear to be doing anything which could potentially be utilized by the perpetrators to fool others into believing the victim has been involved in something illegal or done something that they honestly did not do. Even consumer-level computer software available to the public such as Adobe After Effects and other software is capable of superimposing or placing someone's entire figure and body into moving motion scenery or background. The higher advanced up-end technologies can generate a complete visual video clone of an individual which only a trained video analysis professional would be able to differentiate the real from the fake. False dossiers. A dossier is a collection of papers, documents, or other sources containing detailed information about a particular person or subject. During bogus investigations, the perpetrators are known to carry and display false altered or fabricated documents also known as false dossiers in an attempt to reinforce their fraudulent speculative claims about the victim. With the modern advances in technology and computers, it is now possible that the perpetrators can't even generate up a false altered fabricated video or even a technologically generated video that looks frame by frame, exactly like the victim which can make the victim appear to be doing anything, which could potentially be utilized by the perpetrators to fool others into believing the victim has been involved in something legal or done something that they honestly did not do. Even consumer-level computer software available to the public such as Adobe After Effects and other software is capable of superimposing or placing someone's entire figure slash body into moving motion scenery or background. The higher advanced up-end technologies can generate a complete visual video clone of an individual which only a trained video analysis professional would be able to differentiate the real from the fake. Bribery. During these bogus investigations, bribery is sometimes utilized by the perpetrators in return for others doing favors for them. For example, the perpetrators may manipulate others by criminally bribing them to engage in a particular activity towards the targeted victim and offering them free house repairs, free gas, or even a new vehicle in exchange for doing a particular action towards the victim. The unwitting person being bribed may or may not even be aware that they are being asked to engage in criminal harassment activity towards another person and usually only be focused on profit. Extortion, extortion, which is not limited to the taking of property, involves the verbal or written installation of fear that something will happen to the victim if they do not comply with the extortionist's will. Extortion can take place over the telephone, email, text, email or other computer or wireless communication. Extortion is a felony in all states. Neither extortion nor blackmail requires a threat of a criminal act, such as violence, merely a threat used to illicit actions, money, or property from the object of the extortion. Such threats include the filing of reports, true or not, of criminal behavior to the police, revelation of damaging facts, such as pictures of the object of the extortion in a compromising position, etc. In the United States, extortion may also be committed as a federal crime across a computer system phone, by mail or in using any instrument of interstate commerce. Extortion requires that the individual send the message willingly and knowingly as elements of the crime. 
The message only has to be sent, but does not have to reach the intended recipient to commit the crime of extortion. During these bogus investigations as part of the criminal scheme, the perpetrators may try to illegally order and extort you to submit to an illegal gag order or sign a fraudulent non-disclosure agreement stating that if you speak of the bogus investigation, you may be fined or jailed. In extreme cases, the perpetrators may even falsely state that it is a matter of national security which is an online that has been deliberately abused and deployed by criminal elements of government service and excused for criminal activity. Regardless of what these perpetrators of the bogus investigations may tell you, bogus investigations, illegal coercion and extortion is illegal and criminal, and the perpetrators are certainly of no authority to make you or anyone do anything or act against your own wishes if they can be held legally liable and criminally charged with extortion, fined, and imprisoned. Bogus investigations. The following audio was taken from a video titled, Listen to a Stranger, which was a public social experiment that demonstrates the power of persuasion and how pathetically easily individuals can be manipulated into going along with the stranger's script and requests. Excuse me, sir. Sit over and use your question if you help me. The setting, a farmer's market in Columbus, New Jersey. Inside, a woman shopping for produce with her baby. She's under surveillance by this man. He stays outside, hoping the woman will spot him. He solicits help from random shoppers. Ma'am, excuse me. Recovery agent. He tells him he's a recovery agent, a fancy term for bounty hunter. And he needs help capturing the woman inside. Mission, mission picture. Hold on. I'm trying to ID somebody inside of the blue jacket. You see the one I'm talking about? And shoppers seem to want to help. Have you ever used handcuffs? No. I sooner grab her to put her down. The bounty hunter needs positive ID and asks the shopper to take the wallet from the woman inside. If she walks away from that carriage and you see the wallet, just pick it up and walk it out to me, okay? You're a cop, so I'm not going to get trouble. Let me shut over here. Okay. All right. This is what our bounty hunter flashes, a badge we bought online. No questions asked. And it offers no legal authority. The bounty hunter, his name is George, and he agreed to ask people to do things he normally wouldn't. The woman inside, she's Tracy, an actress playing the role of a mother who may have kidnapped her baby from the father. Will the shopper follow the command of an authority figure and actually take Tracy's wallet? She goes inside the fruit stand, and when Tracy turns her back, she swipes her wallet and brings it back to the man with the badge. Now, why in the world would anyone follow the orders of a stranger? I said, I'll take it down. I'll just follow this guy down. What's the lesson? Did you learn something here? Yeah. The day lesson is, um, show me a badge that you can, anybody can buy. And almost anybody can be duped. The idea for testing the power of an authority figure came from a shocking true story. An assistant manager at a McDonald's received a call from a man claiming to be a police officer. He told the manager to strip search a young employee who he said had stolen a purse. The manager never questioned the man's identity and blindly obeyed. And it didn't stop there. The caller told another person at the restaurant to make the naked employee do jumping jacks. She was spanked and told to perform sexual acts. Turns out the call was a vicious hoax, a horrid example of failing to question authority. Back in New Jersey, would shoppers question our authority figure? Excuse me. 
Can I talk to you for a minute? I'm working a CGM job right here. He's about to ask this woman to draw sure. and sedate our fugitive. What I'm going to ask you to do is just put this in there, and what I'm going to try to do is switch this out. This will slow her down a little bit more. But well, it's basically slows her down. If she gets up, would you be comfortable just dropping this in there? It's outrageous. Will June perform this illegal act? When our actress turns her back, she sneaks in and drops the pill right into Tracy's soda. You actually put the pill in? Her yes, head? I did. He, he showed me a federal agent badge. So, you know, what am I supposed to think? If I don't, then then what? But you, you didn't know this for sure. No, I didn't. So if you harmed this poor woman. Then I guess that would be on my head, too. <laughs> Luckily for Jim's conscience and our actress, the Mickey was just some candy we bought a few minutes earlier. How likely is it for us to listen to someone simply because they seem authoritative? Yeah, I guess I'm a sucker. <laughs> But also sucked into our plot is this next woman, Crystal. Somebody kidnapped the child right inside this box right here. I want you to go in just real quick and I think you're fine. A little talk about the baby being kidnapped, and then George asks Crystal to do a little kidnapping herself. Our baby isn't real, but Crystal doesn't know that. Okay, what you're going to do is walk back inside the produce area, push the carriage straight to me. Okay. Okay? Without ever questioning our authority figure, Crystal heads inside to look for the baby. She locates the stroller, waits for an opportunity, and then she pushes it right out to George, who's waiting in the parking lot. We were stunned. Walk fast, walk fast. Man, what are you doing? Becoming perhaps an accomplice to a kidnapping. You have no right to take my baby. Crystal defends her actions. Her thoughts, she says, were with the baby. My sister has an infant. Um, and I think it was just something that was really close to my heart, you know, and I was thinking about how bad I would have felt if someone had taken my sister's baby. Experts say empathy often determines whether people will act. And that's definitely true with this man. Yeah. Chris Blackman is a father of a six month old. And he's drawn to our actress before our bounty hunter even approaches him because she appears to be a new parent, too. What was the name of the one? We didn't think there was any way Chris could be recruited to help our bounty hunter. He and Tracy, after all, were bonding so well. But watch what happens next. Excuse me, sir. Can I talk to you? Uh, I'm a recovery agent. I saw you talking to that girl in there with the blue jacket on. Yeah. I know she got real friendly. Right. She's wanted for kidnapping. She didn't know the date of birth either. She's got a warrant for her arrest. Chris is torn. Does he believe the friendly mother of a baby or a man who claims he's a bounty hunter? Do you have a police officer? I don't yet. Yeah, they're coming down. I need that's that right. first. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't do anything. That. I need a police officer that's going to confirm what you're telling me. Of the 22 shoppers we confronted, Chris is the only one who really questions our authority figure. Well, I don't have a police officer here now. This is making me a little nervous. Okay. I want to help you out. Okay, well, I'm not asking you to do anything with the baby. Chris is conflicted, 
and ultimately compromises. He refuses to take the baby, but he agrees to block Tracy while George pushes his daughter away. If she comes, just don't let her come towards me. I know, that's okay. If she comes, just don't come towards me. Where's my baby? In the heat of the moment, Chris followed his head by asking lots of smart questions, but also followed his heart, trying to protect the baby. Anyone can get a badge, right? Exactly. You see how many false, how many false IDs that could be fake ID. From the targeted victim of the covert illegal bogus investigation. I've been placed on the watch list. This means that I'm under constant illegal surveillance by your everyday, manipulated people, citizen informants. Citizen informants are not a new phenomenon, but the organized talking era defines them a slightly different way. Usually law enforcers, agents, and etc. have people they go to for information. Slang word for these people are snitches. These snitches or citizen informants are their eyes and ears. On watch list you are a target for what may be an illegal covert investigation. In my particular case, I have heard some comments that people are being told that I'm dangerous and a harm to others. This is a lie. And this may be their justification for what they are trying to do. You are being told what you need to, much like in classic interrogations, where the interrogator tells any lie they can to get your cooperation. This is no different. In fact, there is a name for this technique used by law enforcement, and it plainly states that interrogators will tell you anything to get your cooperation. Legitimate investigations are necessary, and I would not want anyone who could harm me around myself or my children. But years have passed, and they are still at it. What gives? The information they've gotten they used to harass me. Or let me rephrase that, they utilize you to harass me. And tell you whatever lies necessary to accomplish it. I have been a victim of work mobbing. I have walked into the cafeteria at work, and had a coward say to me, but not at me. She better not start no trouble here, or you shouldn't have went to Florida. After a year or so of this, it gets to be detrimental to my overall well-being. The list of comments and actions go on and on. I have had acquaintances start conversations with me about my personal life that they should not have any know about. No thanks to the handy investigator and interrogator getting and giving information about me, sometimes humiliating. People have been told that I'm a prostitute, drug dealer, a thief, a terrorist stripper. I have even had friends put their purses around me to see if I would steal it. Also, the ridiculous one that I have lost my memory, false dementia. My memory is perfectly intact and has always been. I had a nice interrogation style conversation with the girl I was friends with for more than half my life about a matter concerning custody of my children. No doubt she has been talked to. Change cities and move. I have they came with me. Change jobs. I did and they went with me. I went out with a friend that had been very dear to me since about seventh grade and there we had a conversation about Annex. No doubt he was scenting of this particular situation. If you read this, you know who you are, and that is why you did not return my calls. I hope whatever you got from this was worth losing my friendship. 
The point of me saying this all is, I want you to know that what they are doing is wrong, and they are lying to you above me, and you are the ones who are doing their criminal dirty work for them. If it was not dirty work, and I was really suspected of any of these things, they would have brought me in to be interrogated, and not be using you to you. Because they will not do this, something in the process is unfavorable, illegal, false, or someone is undercover. Angela L. Beware of this criminal bogus investigation tactic of manipulation. A word of wise to those of you who ignorantly or willfully partake in this bogus fraudulent investigation. In reality, you are engaging in the criminal harassment, emotional distress, a criminal conspiracy and domestic terrorism of and against another individual, and you are liable to be sued and criminally prosecuted under 18 U.S.C. 241. Conspiracy against rights and multiple other laws for your compliance and cooperation. This audio information and public service announcements was authored and presented to the public by OSI, Organized Stalking Informers, bringing awareness and exposure to the crime syndicate known as Organized Stalking and Technological Harassment. This audio information and public service announcements was authored and presented to the public by OSI, Organized Stalking Informers, bringing awareness and exposure to the crime syndicate known as Organized Stalking and Technological Harassment. This is a public service announcement to inform you and the public of ongoing criminal activity that involves criminally soliciting, manipulating, and coercing members of the public to illegally engage in a criminal conspiracy to criminally harass and target victims. Please stand by. Organized stalking, bogus investigations. A secret campaign of stalking and harassment constructs for the victim a prison without visible walls. The victim is stalked and harassed in which ways they cause them to appear paranoid about friends and family. They won't listen, read, or question authority. Incredibly, many victims report even friends and family members have turned perp, perpetrators, that means. Since no one has been able to get the perps to talk about their activity, it is not known how those we once thought we could trust with our very lives could be turned to do such evil. How this sad fact has accused many targeted individuals to redefine the word family. The perps have an infinite number of ways to turn a person. Those of us who have been close, who have close family ties in the past, will always choose to believe threats and coercion were used on family members to get them to cooperate. Some survivors believe their family members would rather sacrifice them to the evil entity than spend the time it takes to listen to the crimes being perpetrated on them. It just takes too much time and effort to read and listen to find out the truth. Thus, the victim simply becomes expendable. That's how it happens. They won't listen, they won't read, and the perps have programmed them to believe that the victim is a mental case. The perps always program friends and family to become enraged and cut off the conversation every time the target tries to find out why their behavior towards them has changed. Therefore, there can be no meaningful discussion of perp crime. This ensures that the friends and family will never find out the truth about all the lies being used to gain their cooperation. Secrecy is maintained so that no one will ever find out that the target is innocent. All those around them are being duped 
and to participate into a lifetime scheme of gruesome torment of the victim. Those who once valued their family as number one somehow buy into perpetration fabrication and thus fall totally under her control for the remainder of their lives. Forfeiting family relationships and squandering forever the precious times they could have spent together with family members and friends. The curse will isolate you from everyone. This includes family, friends, and any new friends you meet. Again, the curse use lies, intimidation, and fake investigations to easily accomplish this. After questioning her friends and family endlessly, the perps let them know that if they mention the investigation, they can be jailed for interfering in an ongoing investigation and or aiding and abating a criminal. Then the perps strongly suggest that you initiate no further contact with you until the investigation is finished. Of course, family and friends are not told this, but the investigation will never be finished. Many targeted individuals have been targeted for 20 years or more with no end in sight. That's what they do. They open up a bogus investigation so they can continuously be there to watch you, harass you, and that's what they do. What happens is, uh, basically, as I'm explaining, they turn everyone against you, and I have no one now. I have no friends, no family, no one's around me. Everyone assumes I'm a mental case, and I'm not. I'm completely sane, and I know what's going on. So please go to GangstalkingWorld.com and read. Educate yourself. Focus on investigation. The person is whispered lies and slander by a perp on a T.I. If the gag person believes the lies, they will feel righteous in helping to administer secret vigilante justice against the TI, and they are recruited to do this quote-unquote patriotic cause by the perp. Once they have heard the slander, gag persons are gay, even though the perp usually has no legal authority to do so. After this, the gag person will not advise the TI of either the slander they have heard or the identity of the perp who whispered it. The gag person's fear is based on the possibility that the slender may actually be true or even worse if it's false. They feel threatened that similar slender may be unleashed against them unless they cooperate with a vigilante justice against the TI.
company saying, no, we didn't do that. We didn't harass this person. We didn't cause her nerve breakdown, which they did. Uh, they also go to your neighbor, which um, we'll be talking about here, um, which I mentioned before. They go to your neighbor and they tell your neighbor, hey, don't let your neighbor hang out with your kid or watch over your dogs or whatever. So if you really want to believe, believe that, well, go ahead. But if someone comes to you and tells you stuff, that's my neighbor, you best be listening to me. Fraudulently brief them about the victim and the falsified reasons and motives for the situation. 
This perpetrator briefing is always based on deception, pre-exits and false reasons of justification that are meant to fool, manipulate, or coerce you and unwitting subjects into submitting to the bogus illegal scheme while providing cover for the crime syndicate and the perpetrator's criminal activities. As part of the criminal scheme, the perpetrators may try to illegally order and extort you to submit to an illegal gag order or sign a fraudulent non-disclosure agreement stating that if you speak of the bogus investigation, you may be fined or jailed. In extreme cases, the perpetrators may even falsely state that it is a matter of national security, which is a no line that has been deliberately abused and deployed by criminal elements of government as a ruse and excuse for criminal activity. It should be noted that the perpetrators may not always directly lie about and slander the victim. Example, the perpetrators may not always contact you and tell you the victim is a wife beater, but it is a guarantee that the perpetrators will always lie to you about the reasons and motivations for what they are doing. And if a complete lie is not told about the target, false motives and speculations will be deployed in attempt to manipulate you and others to submitting to the criminal scheme. Some of the most common lies and slander cowardly whispered by the perpetrators to fool unwitting subjects into these bogus investigations include the following. Telling others that the targeted victim is a drug addict, drug user, or drug dealer, a violent person, a domestic abuser, a wife beater, a paranoid schizophrenic, a rapist, a pedophile, a child molester, a murderer, a murder suspect, a terrorist, or the classic, simply, someone we need to keep an eye on. The perpetrators who deploy the bogus investigations can actually be anyone. Criminal private investigators, criminal former and current government and military slash Air Force employees, or corrupt criminal law enforcement, who are being manipulated and criminally funded, while being utilized as pawns by criminal elements of government into carrying out criminal organized stalking operations by proxy. Coercion is the use of express or implied threats of violence or reprisal as discharged from employment or other intimidating behavior that puts a person in immediate fear of the consequences in order to compel that person to act against his or her will. Coercion is the practice of compelling a person or manipulating them to behave in an involuntary way, whether through action or inaction, by use of threats, intimidation, trickery, or some other form of pressure or force. These are used as leverage to force the victim to act in the desired way. Coercive persuasion or thought reform is best understood as a coordinated system of graduated coercive influence and behavior controls designed to deceptively and surreptitiously manipulate and influence individuals, usually in a group setting in order for the originators of the program to profit in some way, normally financially or politically. Using rewards and punishments, efforts are made to establish considerable control over a person's social environment, time, and sources of social support. Social isolation is promoted. A conspiracy is a secret agreement between two or more people to perform an unlawful act. There are six key factors being utilized in these illegal, criminal bogus investigations. 1. Manipulation. 2. Speculation. 3. Fabrication. 4. False dossiers. 5. Bribery. 6. Coercion and extortion. These six elements are all being utilized in tandem by the criminal perpetrators to illegally target the victim, while simultaneously manipulating those close to the victim and the general public, while providing cover for the crime syndicate and perpetrators' criminal activities. Manipulation. Manipulation is element number one within the crime of organized stalking, and the same applies to bogus investigations. Any way that the perpetrators can manipulate others to their advantage, they will do so. 
And this includes manipulating those around the targeted victim, the victim's family, friends, associates, and the media. As a prime example, the perpetrators of the organized stalking syndicate are notorious for deploying the illegal utilization of through all radar camera technologies to criminally eavesdrop on and illegally invade the privacy of organized stalking victims. During these bogus investigations, the perpetrators may manipulate a neighbor or citizen that resides around the targeted victim into allowing the neighbor to set up one of these through all radar devices inside their home to illegally monitor the victim. In order to gain the unwitting neighbor's cooperation, the perpetrators will blatantly lie to the unwitting neighbor by telling them various lies, excuses, and false motivations as to whether through all radar is being utilized, therefore co-opting recruiting the neighbor into the organized stalking crime and criminal conspiracy. Some of these lies and excuses told by the perpetrators to manipulate the unwitting neighbor will include the following. The victim is extremely violent or potentially violent and needs to be monitored. The victim is a rapist or serial burglar. The victim is a terrorist or a suspected terrorist. The perpetrators realize that these false motives slander lies will most likely appeal to the ignorant, unwitting neighbor's desire for crime prevention in their neighborhood, and therefore the neighbor will most likely succumb to and go along with the perpetrator's criminal use of these through all radar technologies, not realizing that they can still be held legally liable and criminally prosecuted for going along with the perpetrator's wishes. These criminal ploys utilized by the perpetrators are not limited to the illegal use of through all radar technologies and can also include deployment of illegal listening devices, recorders and illegal entrance into the victim's home. You need to realize that in reality, history has proven through solid patterns and the multitudes of organized stalking victim testimonials that as a part of the organized stalking crime, the perpetrators usually always deploy these through all radar technologies so that they can constantly criminally monitor the targets inside their homes as part of the criminal organized stalking operations, not because of the lies the criminal perpetrators are telling you and the victim's neighbors. The through all radar is also utilized in an attempt to try to blackmail the target with a sense of we seen you do everything, and the perpetrators will attempt to utilize this to embarrass and control the victim into their submission. Speculation. Speculation is the forming of a theory or conjecture without firm evidence. One of the most common ruses employed by the perpetrators during bogus investigations involves the perpetrators falsely speculating by telling others that the targeted victim is a suspect of a crime under investigation. We just don't possess the proof yet. Thus falsely speculating and giving the appearance to others that the target is guilty of a crime without actually having substantial evidence to substantiate and corroborate the perpetrator's false claims. The speculation is designed to isolate the victims and cause others to be suspicious and paranoid about the victim by dragging the victim's name through the mud. Fabrication. Fabrication is the action or process of manufacturing or inventing something. The perpetrators are known for fabricating incidents involving targeted victims by covertly manipulating situations to cast the victim in a fabricated negative light. The perpetrators sometimes will fabricate a staged organized stalking street theater incident where they will try to bait the victim into something detrimental to their safety or something illegal. During these fabricated staged incidents, the perpetrators will deploy recruited manipulated helper slaves, which can be anyone in the community, whom the perpetrators have manipulated to stand by to observe and act as concerned witnesses when they attempt to bait and provoke the victim. If the victim responds to the fabricated staged incident or is provoked into retaliation against the provocative behavior from the perpetrator, the manipulated helper slaves are instructed to bear false witness against the victim by falsely claiming that it was the targeted victim who provoked the perpetrators or falsely claim 
that the targeted victim was belligerent with them, or the victim needs help, the victim is paranoid schizophrenic EDC. When in reality, the entire incident was falsely fabricated and set up by the perpetrators and the perpetrator helper slaves were manipulated to lie about the victim. In worst cases, the perpetrators may actually try to frame the targeted victim for very serious crimes. These acts are done by the perpetrators out of desperation, usually when the targeted victim knows the truth about something very dangerous or damaging to the perpetrators, or when the victim possesses multitudes of evidence on the perpetrators that could literally destroy the organized talking crime syndicate. These very serious sinister fabricated framing desperation tactics deployed by the perpetrators are limited to the perpetrator's imagination, but could include any of the following fabricated incidents against the victim or others. Murder, murder, suicides, hangings, drug overdoses, poisonings, shootings, gang feuds and shootings, theft, stabbings, rapings, arsons, bombings, terrorism, terrorism plots, murder for hire plots, conspiracies, possession of child pornography, possession of heavy drugs, sabotage where the targeted victim could possibly either be directly murdered or blamed for any of these fabricated staged acts of illegal behavior or homicide. It is worthy of noting again with the modern advances in technology and computers, it is now possible that the perpetrators can't even generate up a false altered fabricated video or even a technologically generated video that looks frame by frame, exactly like the victim which can make the victim appear to be doing anything which could potentially be utilized by the perpetrators to fool others into believing the victim has been involved in something illegal or done something that they honestly did not do. Even consumer-level computer software available to the public such as Adobe After Effects and other software is capable of superimposing or placing someone's entire figure and body into moving motion scenery or background. The higher advanced top-end technologies can generate a complete visual video clone of an individual which only a trained video analysis professional would be able to differentiate the real from the fake. False dossiers. A dossier is a collection of papers, documents, or other sources containing detailed information about a particular person or subject. During bogus investigations, the perpetrators are known to carry and display false altered or fabricated documents also known as false dossiers in attempt to reinforce their fraudulent speculative claims about the victim. With the modern advances in technology and computers, it is now possible that the perpetrators can't even generate up a false altered fabricated video or even a technologically generated video that looks frame by frame, exactly like the victim which can make the victim appear to be doing anything, which could potentially be utilized by the perpetrators to fool others into believing the victim has been involved in something legal or done something that they honestly did not do. Even consumer-level computer software available to the public such as Adobe After Effects and other software is capable of superimposing or placing someone's entire figure slash body into moving motion scenery or background. The higher advanced top-end technologies can generate a complete visual video clone of an individual which only a trained video analysis professional would be able to differentiate the real from the fake. Bribery. During these bogus investigations, bribery is sometimes utilized by the perpetrators in return for others doing favors for them. For example, the perpetrators may manipulate others by criminally bribing them to engage in a particular activity towards the targeted victim and offering them free house repairs, free gas, or even a new vehicle in exchange for doing a particular action towards the victim. The unwitting person being bribed may or may not even be aware that they are being asked to engage in criminal harassment activity towards another person and may usually only be focused on profit. Extortion, extortion, which is not limited to the taking of property, involves the verbal or written installation of fear that something will happen to the victim if they do not comply with the extortionist's will. 
Extortion can take place over the telephone, email, text, email, or other computer or wireless communication. Extortion is a felony in all states. Neither extortion nor blackmail requires a threat of a criminal act, such as violence, merely a threat used to elicit actions, money, or property from the object of the extortion. Such threats include the filing of reports, true or not, of criminal behavior to the police, revelation of damaging facts, such as pictures of the object of the extortion in a compromising position, etc. In the United States, extortion may also be committed as a federal crime across a computer system, phone, by mail or in using any instrument of interstate commerce. Extortion requires that the individual send the message willingly and knowingly as elements of the crime. The message only has to be sent, but does not have to reach the intended recipient to commit the crime of extortion. During these bogus investigations as part of the criminal scheme, the perpetrators may try to illegally order and extort you to submit to an illegal gag order or sign a fraudulent non-disclosure agreement stating that if you speak of the bogus investigation, you may be fined or jailed. In extreme cases, the perpetrators may even falsely state that it is a matter of national security which is online that has been deliberately abused and deployed by criminal elements of government through an excuse for criminal activity. Regardless of what these perpetrators of the bogus investigations may tell you, bogus investigations, illegal coercion and extortion is illegal and criminal, and the perpetrators are certainly of no authority to make you or anyone do anything, or act against your own wishes if they can be held legally liable and criminally charged with extortion, fined, and imprisoned. Bogus the following audio was taken from a video titled, Listen to a Stranger, which was a public social experiment that demonstrates the power of persuasion and how pathetically easily individuals can be manipulated into going along with the stranger's script and requests. Excuse me, sir. Step over and ask you a question if you can help me. A farmer's market in Columbus, New Jersey. Inside, a woman shopping for produce with her baby. She's under surveillance by this man. He stays outside hoping the woman won't spot him. He solicits help from random shoppers. Man, excuse me. A recovery agent. He tells them he's a recovery agent. A fancy term for bounty hunter. And he needs help capturing the woman inside. Mission, mission picture. Hold on. I'm trying to ID somebody inside of the blue jacket. You see the one I'm talking about? And shoppers seem to want to help. Yes. Have you ever used handcuffs? No. I sooner grab her and put her down. The bounty hunter needs positive ID and asks the shopper to take the wallet from the woman inside. If she walks away from that carriage and you see the wallet, just pick it up and walk it out to me, okay? You're a cop, so I'm not going to get trouble. Let me shut over Okay. All right. This is what our bounty hunter flashes, a badge we bought online, no questions asked, and it offers no legal authority. The bounty hunter, his name is George, and he agreed to ask people to do things he normally wouldn't. The woman inside, she's Tracy, an actress playing the role of a mother who may have kidnapped her baby from the father. Will the shopper follow the command of an authority figure and actually take Tracy's wallet? She goes inside the fruit stand, and when Tracy turns her back, she swipes her wallet and brings it back to the man with the badge. Now, why in the world would anyone follow the orders of a stranger? I said, I'll take it down. I'll just put all this stuff down. What's the lesson? Did you learn something here? Yeah. The bear lesson is, um, show me a badge that you think anybody can buy. And almost anybody can be duped. The idea for testing the power of an authority figure came from a shocking true story. 
An assistant manager at a McDonald's received a call from a man claiming to be a police officer. He told the manager to strip search a young employee who he said had stolen a purse. The manager never questioned the man's identity and blindly obeyed. And it didn't stop there. The caller told another person at the restaurant to make the naked employee do jumping jacks. She was spanked and told to perform sexual acts. Turns out the call was a vicious hoax, a horrid example of failing to question authority. Back in New Jersey, would shoppers question our authority figure? No, excuse me. Can I talk to you for a minute? I'm working a fugitive job right here. He's about to ask this woman to draw sure. and sedate our fugitive. What I'm going to ask you to do is just put this in there, and what I'm going to try to do is switch this out on her. This will slow her down a little bit. Maybe But well, it's basically it slows her down. If she gets up, would you be comfortable just dropping this in there? It's outrageous. Will June perform this illegal act? When our actress turns her back, she sneaks in and drops the pill right into Tracy's soda. You actually put the pill in? Her? Yes, I did. He, he showed me a federal agent badge. So, you know, what am I supposed to think? If I don't, then then what? But you, you didn't know this for sure. No, I didn't. What if you harmed this poor woman? Then I guess that would be on my head, too. <laughs> Luckily for Jews' conscience and our actress, the Mickey was just some candy we bought a few minutes earlier. How likely is it for us to listen to someone simply because they see you authoritative? Yeah, I guess I'm a sucker. <laughs> but also sucked into our plot is this next woman, Crystal. Somebody kidnapped the child right inside this box right here. Mm -hmm. just real quick and idea for me. A little talk about the baby being kidnapped, and then George asks Crystal to do a little kidnapping herself. Our baby isn't real, but Crystal doesn't know that. Okay, what you're going to do is walk back inside the produce area, push the carriage straight to me. Okay. Okay? Without ever questioning our authority figure, Crystal heads inside to look for the baby. She locates the stroller, waits for an opportunity, and then she pushes it right out to George, who's waiting in the parking lot. We were stunned. Walk fast, walk fast. Man, what are you doing? Tracy, after all, were bonding so well. 
But watch what happens next. Excuse me, sir. Can I talk to you? Uh, I'm a recovery agent. I saw you talking to that girl you know, with the blue jacket on. Yeah. I know she got real friendly. Right. She's wanted for kidnapping. She didn't know the date of her either. She's got a warrant for her arrest. Chris is torn. Does he believe the friendly mother of a baby or a man who claims he's a bounty hunter? Do you have a police officer? I don't yet. They're coming down. I need that first okay well I, I, I don't do anything that, i need a police officer that's going to confirm what you're telling me of the 22 shoppers we confronted chris is the only one who really questions our authority figure well i don't have a police officer here now this is making me a little nervous okay i want to help you out okay well, I don't wanna, i'm not asking you to do anything with the baby chris is conflicted and ultimately compromises he refuses to take the baby but he agrees to block Tracy while George pushes the stroller away. If she comes, just don't let her come towards me. I know, that's okay. If she comes, just don't come towards me. Where's my baby? In the heat of the moment, Chris followed his head by asking lots of smart questions, but also followed his heart, trying to protect the baby. Anyone can get a badge, right? Exactly. You see how many false, how many false IDs there could be, fake IDs. Focus investigation. From a targeted victim of the covert illegal bogus investigation. I've been placed on a watch list. This means that I'm under constant illegal surveillance by your everyday, manipulated people, citizen informants. Citizen informants are not a new phenomenon, but the organized talking era defines them a slightly different way. Usually law enforcers, agents, and etc. have people they go to for information. Slang word for these people are snitches. These snitches or citizen informants are their eyes and ears. On a watch list here are a target for what may be an illegal covert investigation. In my particular case, I have heard some comments that people are being told that I'm dangerous and a harm to others. This is a lie. And this may be their justification for what they are trying to do. You are being told what you need to, much like in classic interrogations, where the interrogator tells any lie they can to get your cooperation. This is no different. In fact, there is a name for this technique used by law enforcement, and it plainly states that interrogators will tell you anything to get your cooperation. Legitimate investigations are necessary, and I would not want anyone who could harm me around myself or my children. But years have passed, and they are still at it. What gives? The information they've gotten they used to harass me. Or let me rephrase that, they utilize you to harass me. And tell you whatever lies necessary to accomplish it. I have been a victim of work mobbing. I have walked into the cafeteria at work, and had a coward say to me, but not at me. She better not start no trouble here, or you shouldn't have went to Florida. After a year or so of this, it gets to be detrimental to my overall well-being. The list of comments and actions go on and on. I have had acquaintances start conversations with me about my personal life that they should not have any know about. No thanks to the handy investigator and interrogator getting and giving information about me, sometimes humiliating. 
People have been told that I'm a prostitute, drug dealer, a thief, a terrorist stripper. I have even had friends put their purses around me to see if I would steal it. Also, the ridiculous one that I have lost my memory, false dementia. My memory is perfectly intact and has always been. I had a nice interrogation style conversation with the girl I was friends with for more than half my life about a matter concerning custody of my children. No doubt she has been talked to. Change cities and move. I have they came with me. Change jobs. I did and they went with me. I went out with a friend that had been very dear to me since about seventh grade in there we had a conversation about annex. No doubt he was sentient of this particular situation. If you read this, you know who you are, and that is why you did not return my calls. I hope whatever you got from this was worth losing my friendship. The point of me saying this all is, I want you to know that what they are doing is wrong, and they are lying to you about me, and you are the ones who are doing their criminal dirty work for them. If it was not dirty work, and I was really suspected of any of these things, they would have brought me in to be interrogated, and not be using you to do because they will not do this, something in the process is unfavorable, illegal, false, or someone is undercover. Angela L. Beware of this criminal bogus investigation tactic and manipulation. A word of wise to those of you who ignorantly or willfully partake in this bogus fraudulent investigation. In reality, you are engaging in the criminal harassment, emotional distress, a criminal conspiracy and domestic terrorism of and against another individual, and you are liable to be sued and criminally prosecuted under 18 U.S.C. 241, conspiracy against rights and multiple other laws for your compliance and cooperation. This audio information and public service announcements was authored and presented to the public by OSI, Organized Stalking Informers, bringing awareness and exposure to the crime syndicate known as organized stalking and technological harassment. This audio information and public service announcements was authored and presented to the public by OSI, organized stalking informers, bringing awareness and exposure to the crime syndicate known as organized stalking and technological harassment. This is a public service announcement to inform you and the public of ongoing criminal activity that involves criminally soliciting, manipulating, and coercing members of the public to illegally engage in a criminal conspiracy to criminally harass and target victims. Please stand by. Organized stalking, bogus investigations. A secret campaign of stalking and harassment constructs for the victim a prison without visible walls. The victim is stalked and harassed in which ways they cause them to appear terrified about friends and family. They won't listen, read, or question authority. Incredibly, many victims report even friends and family members have turned perp, perpetrators, that means. Since no one has been able to get the perps to talk about their activity, it is not known how those we once thought we could trust with our very lives could be turned to do such evil. How this sad fact has accused many targeted individuals to redefine the word family. Have an infinite number of ways to turn a person. Those of us who have been close 
who have close family ties in the past will always choose to believe threats and coercion were used on family members to get them to cooperate. Some survivors believe their family members would rather sacrifice them to the evil entity than spend the time it takes to listen to the crimes being perpetrated on them. It just takes too much time and effort to read and listen to find out the truth. Thus, the victim simply becomes expendable. That's how it happens. They won't listen, they won't read, and the perps have programmed them to believe that the victim is a mental case. The perps always program friends and family to become enraged and cut off the conversation every time the target tries to find out why their behavior toward them has changed. Therefore, there can be no meaningful discussion of perp crime. This ensures that the friends and family will never find out the truth about all the lies being used to gain their cooperation. Secrecy is maintained so that no one will ever find out that the target is innocent. All those around them are being duped into participating into a lifetime scheme of gruesome torment of the victim. Those who once valued their family as number one somehow buy into perpetration fabrication and thus fall totally under perfect control for the remainder of their lives. Forfeiting family relationships and squandering forever the precious times they could have spent together with family members and friends. The perps will isolate you from everyone. This includes family, friends, and any new friends you meet. Again, the perps use lies, intimidation, and fake investigations to easily accomplish this. After questioning their friends and family endlessly, the perps let them know that if they mention the investigation, they can be jailed for interfering in an ongoing investigation and or aiding and abating a criminal. Then the perps strongly suggest that you initiate no further contact with you until the investigation is finished. Of course, family and friends are not told this, but the investigation will never be finished. Many targeted individuals have been targeted for 20 years or more with no end in sight. That's what they do. They open up a bogus investigation so they can continuously be there to watch you, harass you, and that's what they do. What happens is, uh, basically, as I'm explaining, they turn everyone against you, and I have no one now. I have no friends, no family, no one's around me. Everyone assumes I'm a mental case, and I'm not. I'm completely sane, and I know what's going on. So please go to GangstalkingWorld.com and read. Educate yourself. Focus investigation. The person is whispered lies and slandered by a perp on a T.I. If the gag person believes the lies, they will feel righteous in helping to administer secret vigilante justice against the TI, and they are recruited to do this quote-unquote patriotic cause by the perp. Once they have heard the slander, gag persons are gay, even though the perp usually has no legal authority to do so. After this, the gag person will not advise the TI of either the slander they have heard or the identity of the perp who whispered it. The gag person's fear is based on the possibility that the slender may actually be true or even worse if it's false. They feel threatened that similar slender may be unleashed against them unless they cooperate with a vigilante justice against the TI.
turns out this person is a normal person, okay? But we're not sure just because we don't have the proof of it, okay? But they know, they do know. But they can keep that going now and they can use it all the time. And they never have to explain or nothing because they just go around and say, yeah, we just don't have the proof now. Contact. 